Peace and blessings, everybody. Peace and blessings. Welcome to Trailblazers Radio. I am your host, Mr. FLBD, and I have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful guest in the studio with me right now. But we're gonna we'll get to him in just a second. But I want to make sure, but I, I want to make sure that I welcome everybody to this to this special, special, special edition of the Office Alley. Um, again, I have a wonderful special guest in the building, and we're going to get to him in just a moment. But before we go in into any of that, I want to give throw a couple of announcements out here real quick. First and foremost, I want to let you guys know to continue to follow us on Instagram at Trailblazers Radio. Continue to follow us on Facebook at Trailblazers Radio. And also, we have a LinkedIn page now. So follow us on LinkedIn as well. Um, we, we are we're gonna well, I'll make sure I throw, throw, vid, throw video and audio snippets of our interviews of, of our wonderful guests on that on on the LinkedIn channel. So make sure you follow us there as well. And I want to thank all our supporters, all our fans, all our listeners, all our viewers for their continued support of us. Um, without you guys, we really wouldn't be here, and I appreciate that. Um, most definitely want to give thanks to my two beautiful hosts, Quint Jones and Coco Fenton, for just helping us bring just helping us helping me and helping us bring this platform to where it is right now. And I want to most definitely give thanks to the almighty God because without him, none of this happens and none of this even goes on. None of this even pops off. So I want to make sure I give my thanks and my deference to him. So, Oh, one other thing I want to, you know, and this is, this is kind of sort of impromptu. I want to just continue. want to, if you can, please just give, give continue blessing, continue prayers and um, prayers of strength, prayers of hope and prayers of peace. For a good friend of mine, Ms. Um, Hershey Stefferson, she lost her she lost her daughter um, a few days ago. So please continue to throw. Please, you know, if you can, you know, say say a prayer for her. You know, prayers of continued strength and prayers of continued um, elevation and hope and peace and understanding. You know, Hershey, Hershey, if you're out there listening, if you're listening to me, if you're listening to us or you're watching us right now, I want to say that from the Trailblazers family, from my family to the Trailblazers family to yours, we most definitely are praying for you, praying for your strength, praying for your hope, praying for your peace. Um, we love you, and we're in any any way we can support you, we will. But now that is out of the way, I have a wonderful guest on the show with us tonight, man. Um, I met this gentleman during I met this gentleman a, a while back during a um, an if, uh, an event from a friend, a good friend of mine, Miss Trina McCarthy, and we've spoke, we've we've chatted back and forth since then. Um, trying to figure out the timing to get this interview started because he's in Ireland and I'm here in the state. I'm here stateside, <laughs> so the timing was quite curious. But we got, but as you can see, we got it done. Um, yeah. I also had him do a written, written interview also as well. But we're we're, we're not going to jump into the written interview with that. We're I may ask questions that are pertinent to that, but not necessarily. So this gentleman is a an author. He's a he's a He's a he's a he's a he's a great speaker that stands up for you know for women's rights and things of that nature in his in his home in his in his host in his home nation, but we're gonna we'll talk about that here. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I want to introduce you to the author to author of Blood on the Dance Floor, Mr. John Accarelli. Yeah. Now, did I pronounce your last name correctly? Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You did <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Yeah, you did great. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, thanks for having me on the show and um, thanks for the opportunity. I know it's been very difficult getting you to uh, get me a slot on your show. <laughs> and I must say, uh, the conversation back and forth, I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate your time, uh, the support, your efforts, knowing the time difference between um, both of us. You still uh, created time for this event to old and uh, i so much appreciate it thank you very much oh, my, my pleasure man my pleasure my my pleasure to make sure that they that we got this to happen for you i know yeah. that you were you're in ireland and uh, ireland and i'm yeah. in here stateside and the timing was going to be a little difficult to do that because yeah there's a big gap in the time difference oh yeah so yeah. my so so i guess the thing of it is my i, I want to start off with you know what what made what made you transition from where you were born to where you are now um, actually, um, like everyone else, um, I was born in Nigeria. That's my bad country. And like everyone else would want to crave um, growth in their career, in their life, in other aspects of their day-to-day -day activities. So I decided to move to Ireland. Originally, I was in the UK for my, for my studies. 
Um, aside from writing, I am a trained quantity surveyor and I'm a construction management professional. I had my master's in the University of Salford in Manchester a couple of years ago. And um, aside from the fact that I had a bachelor's degree in quantity surveying, I've also had a couple of um, qualifications as well. The, the, the recent being uh, a master's in construction management, which I had in Manchester. And uh, I'm also a member of the Irish Literary Society. Um, they have their headquarters in the UK. So oh, wow. aside, yeah, aside from uh, what I do as a professional, as a professional project uh, manager, uh, so I just decided to go into writing as well, being my, if, if, because it, it, it has been my passion growing up, then to create awareness of what is going on in the society. Like we need mm. to make a conscious awareness to enlighten people of what is going on, then to like create more more uh, more awareness as well for men and young boys in particular. Because when it comes to issues relating to women, I think it is very, very important for men as well to be aware and to be conscious of the things they do when it comes to uh, women. So, and that actually uh, made me um, um, wrote my first book, which is uh, Blood on the Dance Floor. Like I said during our uh, conversation, Blood on the Dance Floor is a work of poetry that captures the struggles of young girls and women in general. It's actually a book that depicts the pain women go through. If we are to be sincere and to be fair, we understand that women go through so many issues in the society, ranging from abuse, harassment, uh, violence, rape, gender inequalities, and what have you. So, so it, it, it become very, very important for me to use my, my, uh, my gift, which is writing, to create awareness in, in my society, especially in my country of birth, because we still have some, uh, some, some states in Nigeria whereby we need massive orientation, we need massive awareness, particularly on the side of men. We need to orientate them and make them come to come to the awareness of the things affecting women in society. So when we talk about rape or abuse, you know, people are quick to jump to saying, oh, uh, it's a fault. Uh, she was half uh, dressed naked. She was this. She was not supposed to be at the club at so 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 time. And we should come to the awareness that men are the main abuser of these people. So it becomes very important for us to create awareness for this uh, section of people. Okay, this and this and what you should do to 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 to, to help promote a situation whereby women can be safe in the society. Women, of course, they are free to do whatever they, they like. They are free to go to the club at whatever time they like. They are free to wear whatever they feel is comfortable for them without being judged, without being without being accused, and without being looked in some sort of manner, like, oh, look at what she's wearing. She's a hoe, she's, she's this, she's that. You understand what I mean? Right. So it is, it is very, very important for us to create awareness for, uh, for men and, and young boys. So blows on, on the dance floor, the purpose is also to challenge the existing uh, stereotypes about women and to lend a voice to them and help them come to the awareness that being oppressed, repressed, and silenced is not the way of liberation. Blood on a Dance Floor presents an opportunity for us to rise above issues surrounding gender inequalities. It is sad to note that in some parts of the country, in some parts of Africa now, we still believe that um, some section of, um, of position are meant to be occupied by men. For example, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, now, a, a, a woman cannot come out to contest some kind of uh, some kind of position. Of course, they will they will face backlash. They will face so many so many um, uh, so many obstacles and and all that because the, some men believe that a woman's position is in the kitchen. Oh, this is where it's supposed to be. You are meant to be in the kitchen, satisfying your husband. Um, um, you know, cooking for him, satisfying him in the bed, and and and, and all sorts. So, I actually wrote this book to create this kind of awareness. Okay, it's an opportunity for us to rise above gender inequalities, rape, abuse, violence towards women, and create a conversation we can have, and not something we simply ignore and assume that it will be sorted out somewhere. So, I actually hope that this book will strengthen women in general, 
and make men become aware of their struggles and hopefully make a difference in how to relate with women. So in my book, uh, the prologue introduces and summarizes the book's content, a voyage into the worlds of women, exposing their real wills, woes, struggles, and pain, depicted in a solitary lamentation and bewildered of a girl who woke up to a hangover to, to discover that she has been raped, dumped by a man she met at a party the night before. Her body hurting, her dress torn, her private part bruised, and unable to remember, to, to remember everything beyond chatting, laughing, and drinking with the man who violated her. Her distress is captured. The event is over, the pain is not over. The cloth has been washed, but the blood is still there. I am on the dance floor of life. I cannot dance anymore. He has stolen away my joy. I see blood on the dance floor. So it's actually very important for, 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 for us as men and young ch child to be conscious of the things we do in the society that affect women. Like, for example, now, when it comes to issues relating with women, we should be able to respect them, you know, make them safe, make them comfortable when we are around them because some, some ladies back home, they don't feel comfortable staying late at night. I remember the first time I traveled to the UK, you know, I was walking on the street. Okay, mm -hmm. I, I went to Old Trafford to watch a football match, I think between um, Man U and Liverpool or, or, or something. So I was just walking home and it was late at night. I was very scared, you know. I think it was like maybe half 10, half 10 p.m. I was very scared. I was holding tight to my to my laptop, to my phone, to everything I, I, I had on me. And it just occurred to me that, okay, I think I'm in a different environment. I think I'm in a different, in a different world. I was walking on the road. Nobody was coming behind me to attack me or something. But the case is different when we go back to Africa. You can't you can walk freely when it, uh, it, 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 it is of some time. Uh, probably maybe 10 p.m., 11 p.m. without being harassed, oh, where are you coming from, without being attacked by people or stuff like that. So in the same manner, right. we, I, I, I want to use my book to create awareness for, where, for, for, for men and young boys growing up because obviously you young, young boys of, the, of today, they are the ones that will become the men of tomorrow. So it's, it's very, very important to start teaching them because now it, it's not about uh, teaching the ladies alone. It's, it's so unfortunate that uh, parents today they neglect the boys and they focus more on the ladies when it comes to um, domestic issues like oh washing of plates you know cooking and, and and all of that now we need to get the boys more involved as well so when boys when young boys when they spend more time in the kitchen you know doing stuff where uh, where, where where it is probably the the the, 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 the duty of, of ladies then it, it it makes them more more conscious it makes them more responsible you understand so at this point i just felt okay let me write a book and create awareness of of the issues going on in our society and and it is very sad to know that in some part of nigeria as well young girls as uh, as young as 12 years old they are mean they are being married off under the or under the guise of, of of religious belief. They believe that oh, as as an allergy in the northern part of Nigeria, you are you are entitled to marry as many wives as you want, and you oh, can wow. pick up yes, <laughs> and you can pick up a young girl at as 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 low as twelve years old. This is heartbreaking, and it doesn't matter the consent of the girl. It doesn't matter if she's happy. It doesn't matter if she's sad or, or what have you. So far that the parents have met the man in question and they just conclude everything and just marry her off. No education, no no, no nothing. So it, 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 it's, it's, it's really very disappointing to know that young girls are being groomed just for the purpose of marriage. They get married and they are being restricted to the kitchen to cook for their husband, to satisfy their husband's sexual craving and, and, and all of that. So it is, it is, it is very, very, very important to, to, to challenge this existing stereotype, you understand? So women and young girls, regardless of their gender, they are entitled to education, regardless of their um, young child, regardless of, of their gender, they are, they are entitled to education, they are entitled to consent. When it comes to consent, they should be made out okay are you happy to go ahead with a uh, social, social arrangement do you think you want to get married do you think you want to go to school 
and you know get a degree get a qualification so they, they they shouldn't be forced into early marriage they shouldn't be forced into child marriage so at the, at the, at the young age of 12 of 13 a young lady is being exposed to a lot of things in the society so you can imagine a a, a girl of 12 year old making babies you know at, at at that age and that guarantees that she would definitely be abused at some point because obviously she can't decide on her own she can't she can't take any decision on her own so everything has to come from the man because she has been married off to the man under the disguise of religious belief so i'll be reading i i particularly like this poem from my book which says teach your boys it goes teach your boys and teach your men those that were never taught and the ones who refused to learn, teach them that a woman's body is not theirs for taking and tell them not to take what does not belong to them. Teach them that a yes in the past does not speak for the future. Teach them that what the, teach them what the word no means. Let them learn, learn his definition and known all of his norms by art. Teach them that a woman's body is not a canvas to paint their displeasure and anger. Teach them that a woman's worth isn't based on her looks. There's a, there's a thin line between appreciation and objectification. Tell them what side to be on and never to cross that line. Teach them not to be misguided by what moral compass there is and tell them that what she wears is none of their business and they should never, and that should never be an excuse. Tell them to plug their eyes if that may cause them to err. Teach them that women are in no way or form less than they are and should never be treated in that way. Dear teachers, please do your job and it is to the and do it to the best of your of your knowledge so i i, I think when people are, are enlightened are made to understand the consequences of their wrong action so it, it makes them to act in a conscious manner so it, it, particularly in in africa i think we need strong laws to protect women in the society you understand so i, I think i was watching a video on uh, on twitter a couple of weeks ago and a lady was walking on the streets and a clothes was transparent and men were going after her you know shouting on her oh look at you look at what you're wearing only holes does does this do this and that so it is very very heartbreaking women should wear what they feel they are comfortable in without being harassed without being embarrassed you know they they, 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 they should have that right to walk freely without anybody abusing them without anybody making them feel less of a woman so I, 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 at this point um i've made so many efforts to ensure that okay my book is being uh, sent to various parts of nigeria and um to capital i've been endorsed I, i've just been endorsed by the art council of, of england um they reviewed my book and um i was it was given a green light and the the book is also available on on amazon so and I had so many, I, I had a, a couple of reviews as well. So at this point, it is very, very important to make women safe in the society. So also, I'll be reading from chapter 16 of my book, which says, let's make her aware. It says, education, they say is light, but light has never crossed her path. She is a struggler, running daily to find the light. Even if it is a, even if it is a fall wall of a classroom, the ordinary the sound of the bell, she craves light, but darkness has become her friend. Her male friends have heard stories about Adolf Hitler and how he killed the Jews. He doesn't even know who the Jews are. Adolf Hitler sounds like the name of a popular musician. Why would he kill? She didn't know. Her father had reminded her that she would soon end up in a man's house and she would rot away in the kitchen bearing children. And being a man's pleasure giver, that's who your mother is. What else were you created for? She asked her, but she couldn't give the answers. She doesn't have answers because she's not aware. Maybe the greatest and biggest education she needs is self-awareness. Let's make her aware. So at this point, I think at a very young age, when we make conscious efforts to make these young girls aware of the, uh, 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 aware of the things going on in, 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 in the society, then they will understand uh, consent, you know, so nobody will force them to do what they are not happy with. For example, now, in in the in the in the UK or in the US, 
I, I, I don't think a, a parent can wake up someday and say, oh, we've gotten a husband for you, we've gotten a suitor for you, so you are moving with the or you are moving in with the man tomorrow. It is very, very impossible. The, the chances are, are, are slim because at a very young age, the, the, the child knows her right. The child knows what she wants. The child knows what makes her happy. And nobody can can force her to do what she, she doesn't like. So in the same banner, we need to create awareness, like say, like create a conscious awareness at a very young age. Let's teach this these uh, young girls what it takes to be a, a, a woman, what it takes to to, to 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 be a child, what it takes, like they are right in society, what they have to do if they have been harassed, what they have to do if they have been oppressed or or, or, or stuff like that. So. I will also be reading from, from chapter 17 of my book, which says to enjoy or to endure. And it goes, you know he loves you. There must be something you said that got him really angry before he could beat you. Marriage is not that easy. You need to become tolerant. You need to become more patient. Think about your children and their future. If you walk away, no man is perfect. Every woman is deeply flawed. And I believe he will change. Those were the words of my mom. The the positive words were good, but they were not matching my reality. Someone who destroyed my confidence and wiping out my self-esteem. Who can understand what I'm going through? Or is it me or am I just overreacting? Do I need more patience? As she said. Some things make you question your sanity. I don't know how long I can endure this. Are we supposed to enjoy this or simply endure it? So in this particular chapter, and you you agree with me that when it comes to the issue of marriage, some parents have made their kids to understand that, oh, when it comes to the issue of marriage, no matter what marriage throws at you, you just have to endure. You just have to endure. So, these words were words that, 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 that are not matching the reality of this young child. If someone is abusing you, if someone is like um, uh, violating you, you are not meant to just sit down and, and endure. You have to do something about it. You have to take action. Otherwise, nothing is going to change. So I think at this point, when young girls are right for marriage, they should probably um, go to maybe counseling classes and, and, and stuff like that so they can learn the things they will expect in marriage. So when... It, it, it uh, so that if it happens that they are being violated, they are they are being abused, they are being they are they, they are being harassed. They know where to go. They know what to do instead of just sitting down and uh, and enduring it. I've seen cases whereby um, uh, the husband beats the wife to death, and that was it. <laughs> the, the the last time I read <clears throat> in the northern part of Nigeria, I think the, the the case is still in court today. A young child was married off at the at the age of thirteen. Oh, to, a, to, a, to, a, to, a, to a politician and I can tell you I kid you not you, you can I, I'll probably check online and I'll probably send you a, send you the link after a week of marriage or or, 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 or or so the lady stabbed the man and the man died you oh. know yes the man died so these are the things we want to avoid in the environment for example now the lady now she's traumatized for life at a very young age. She has gone through so much. She has, she has been harassed. She has been oppressed. She has been violated. She has been abused at a very young age. When, when she still meant to be in school, learning trade, learning, learning, um, going to school, you know, getting a degree and, and all of that. So at a very young age, she's in court, getting a lawyer to defend her and all sort of that. So it is very, very important to, 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 to enlighten them. Okay. At this also, also age, these are the things you should be doing. These are the things you 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 are entitled to do. Okay, at a very young age of thirteen or twelve, you should be in school, you know, learning what other people are doing. So it's very very important to create this awareness. And I hope that uh, my book will go a long way to 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 to, to give these people the awareness they need and hopefully make a a, a change in in our environment. So I think I would. Uh, I would hand over to you and see if you would uh, have comments or questions. I mean, I mean, for me, honestly speaking, I mean the the same problems that are 
Okay, sorry about that, man. Oh, yeah, it's okay. So, I mean, the things that you... <clears throat> the things that you're describing now are pretty much no... I mean, in some cases, are not different than what what goes on states and what goes on here in the states, honestly speaking, just, just to be honest about it. I mean, except the simple fact that the the child marriages, the child marriage goes happens. It's just we you don't hear a lot about it here than you yeah. would in Nigeria. Uh, but again, it's still you, the points that you speak upon are pretty much the, are the same tenets that are, are quote unquote supposed to be followed here in the States yeah. that, you know, women, no matter what race, are supposed to be protected and they're supposed yeah. to be yeah. um, cherished and, and loved and cared for and, you know, allowed to be able to grow as yeah. not only as a woman, but also individually. Now there are some there's some religions and practices that don't allow those things, such as you know certain tenets of Islam. And I say certain tenets of Islam because not because not all Islamic faith, not everybody that follows the Islamic faith doesn't doesn't follow those those tenets. Yeah, yeah. But you bring but you bring about a really great point about the simple fact that that women should be respected and protected. But it also yeah. brings about the other thing about the other tenet that. We as men should be able to understand and respect and respect the woman, respect the woman. You know, the way I was taught as a man, no means no. Yeah. No means no. Absolutely. Now no means no. Absolutely. In the future, if she says it, no in the future. And any other time after that. But you know, when I think when you have when you have people that when you have a culture that's already ingrained or they're already conditioned to follow those tenets and and to go along with those, you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna use the word tradition loose very loosely here. You know, change is very a very slow thing to come about when you want to try to change hearts and minds of people to believe, especially us as guys, us as men, to believe that. A woman should be cherished. A woman should be respected. A woman should be, you know, given deference to. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a long process to change hearts and minds to yeah. do that. And I think with this, I think with your book, it's gonna be, it's gonna go a long way to changing hearts and minds. The, I think the challenge of it is, is to get people to buy into it. Yeah, that's gonna be the real challenge to get people to buy into this and to understand those facts and those tenets you know abuse is not abuse is not cool for to to receive as a woman or to receive as a man or you know on any side but to also to subjugate a woman to to regulate her to the kitchen and only to and only the sexual interaction and to the baby making and the rearing of the children that to me that's a little it's a that's a little much and I think it is incumbent upon men, us as men, but also I think also I think government our you know government leaders should be able to should put thing put things into place um, and enforce and enforce it. Make it you know you can you the 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 crime for hitting for abusing a woman is punishable by such and such, you know, and. You know, the one thing that I want to ask you is, for, especially when it, especially in Nigeria, it, you know, it, are women's rights something that is widely talked about or is that something that's just largely ignored? I think to be fair with you, it is it, it is ignored to some, to, to some extent, mm -hmm. you know, it, it is ignored to some extent. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about uh, women's rights in Nigeria, then we need to be specific. We need to be uh, like more direct. Okay, what are the rights we are talking about as women? You know, 
For example, now, like I said earlier, when it comes to occupying some position in Nigeria, they believe that women have no right occupying those positions. You know, uh -huh. in fact, a, a, a man will feel insulted having a lady as an opponent. You know, a man will say, oh, no, I'm not your mate. You know, we are not in the same category. A man should be doing what, what you are doing. So men, most times, they feel intimidated when they feel when they see uh, women matching up to their level matching up to their to their standard you understand so so they try to block every means that will, that, that, that will make women equate them now make that, that will bring women to their level you understand for example now it like some top positions in nigeria they are occupied by men traditionally they believe that okay it is a man's world. It is a man's duty to occupy this position. So most times, women, they have to diversify. Like, oh, do businesses, do all sorts of, and, and ignore certain things. So when it comes to women rights in Nigeria, I think it is ignored to an extent. Mm. Okay. Wow, that's... That's and that's that's and that's an interesting thing that you say. I mean, because I think and it's it is just the fear of a you know, I'm as a I think for most men they they just it's the fear of a woman outdoing them or outworking them. And I mean the I would say the, the fear isn't the fear isn't justified because in certain instances, I I for me especially in I think in government that yeah. a woman's more diplomatic or deft touch could be would be what will be much more welcome than a you know jump in with uh, with all guns blazing approach of 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 some men not all men but some men um so polit politically a woman's deft touch is a lot more would be a lot more preferable because you know i think when i look at folks like you know uh i look at women like condoleezza rice um yeah. uh a lot of women that's a lot of women that's in Congress um, are the you know our current vice president and also um, mm -hmm. other notable women. I think that when they navigate these situations, they navigate them just a whole just a lot, just a little bit better yeah. demand than a man would because they're more they're a lot more understanding to the issues at hand, but uh, but can all but have the ability to be, be have the ability to see to see both sides and then make a make a rational decision based upon hearing information on both sides. Yeah. You know, us as men, you know, we're we're more we're more we're more we're more we're less we're less rational and more to more to kind of see things from just to see things from just the just the the cup just the just the icing and not seeing the, not seeing the not seeing everything from the inside from the inside from the out from the inside out and that's and I think a woman would be it was much more would be much more capable not to say that you know a man's not capable of doing the same thing but i think mm -hmm. a woman's empathy is much more would be much more desirable i believe yeah. in that in that case especially when it comes to politics and and, and even in even in the home mm -hmm. even when addressing social issues you know the simple when you say that it's for the most part it's largely ignored you know for me that it's it's a it's 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 a concern for me because the simple fact of the matter is that regardless of you know i won't even say regardless in addition to the to to what you mentioned earlier about them about women's rights and things of that nature at the at the at the very base of it women are human beings too yeah absolutely. and they deserve to be respected and yeah. and loved and, and you know and, and revered and adored you know at the base of it we're, women are human beings too and and I think the one thing that I believe that you're gonna that I believe that you're gonna be successful with, especially with with this particular book, is driving that home that point home to mm -hmm. young men, mm -hmm. because now those young men will understand that hey, wait a minute, I can't do this to a woman. She she's she's a human being just like I am, and she needs to be respected and revered as well. So yeah. let me think about my actions. You oh, know yeah. this. Yeah, it's a brother this brother is the same thing that it's the same tenant that we have going that we try to deal with that we deal with here in the states that we try to you know from even for me as having young having having um having boys 
you know, two boys and a, to have two boys and a girl and a, and a girl. Um, my daughter's married. Um, oh, wow. My two boy, my two boys are not married. They're, you know, they're they're single guys out there doing what they're doing, doing whatever yeah. they do as single guys, you know. And the one thing that I all I I want I try I try to do that even with the young men in my you know in my community in my neighborhood or any young man that I, that I come across to look man you know I tell them that chivalry is not dead and being a gentleman is always in season and in style and in style mm. you I think I, to to implement those things. To teach men, teach especially men, teach men how to be gentlemen, to be chivalrous, to be kind, to be, you know, to act in a way that's respectful mm -hmm. to to women. You know, it first of all, it I think that it will generate some self-respect for themselves because they're showing deference and respect to someone else. You know, someone of the fairer sex, and it's. Like I said, that I think that point will drive. I think I think I do believe that point of it that will drive will drive a significant point home, especially to the young men and the. I'll, and I'll say this is going to be for most. It's going to be for the. It's going to be primarily for the younger men in Nigeria, but also it's going to be for the older gentlemen there yeah. too as well, because yeah. Yeah. now they're going to be able to see things in a different light, yeah. in a different way, and they're going to. Yeah. It's going to force them to think a different way. Yeah, of course. So wait a minute. I'm not supposed to be doing all this. Okay. Good. Of so, course, yeah. And but also it, you know, but also I think it should also bring bring about some self-awareness for for the women. Yeah. Because it's not gonna be easy to remove themselves from that traditional role. That's gonna take mm -hmm. an element of time. Yeah. You know, to and I think there should be now. Are there any programs in place to 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 empower women? I mean, and not only just in Nigeria, but in Africa as a whole. Yeah. What do you say? Are there are there um, programs in place that help empower women, not only in Nigeria but Africa as a whole? Oh yeah, I would say there are there are several programs that will empower women, but most of them, I think. They are not really, really into it. They just do it for the for, for, for the fun of it. You uh, know what I'm saying? So like for the appearance. Exactly for the appearance, you know. Okay, let's let's do stuff that will empower women. And after one or two weeks, you never hear anything again about the program, you know. So it's it's really it's really, really very, very heartbreaking because when young ladies in society, when they start um, uh, attending uh, a women empowerment program. And you know, they they feel safe, they feel secure to to work freely, and they know that okay, if they have issues affecting them, they know where to go, they know who to go and meet to defend them. You know, they know their right. Okay, my right is being violated in in, in a way. Okay, let me go and meet this uh, kind of people who can help me. But you know, the way things here now, people just go into. Uh, empowerment program maybe ngos for the fun of it and after a, a couple of weeks or a couple of months you hear nothing about them again you know so it's really it's really really very heartbreaking like we need to act we need to take actions you know we can't just watch things that, 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 that has been happening in like like 50 40 years ago still happening in this age and time you know, we need to challenge the existing stereotype. We need to act and change all these things. You know, nobody wants their their daughter or, or their child to be to be abused, be violated. You know, so we need to act. You understand? So we need to act. We need a law in place. Okay, we need like we need people to come out and and act. You, you understand what I mean? So it, it is very very important. Otherwise, nothing is going to change. Exactly. Child exactly. child marriage will still go on. Child marriage will still go on. A, a, a child of 12, 13 years old has no business with marriage. She should be in school. Exactly. She should be in school learning. You know, if, if someone wants to get married, then it has to come from a, from a place of consent. Okay? I like exactly. this man. I want to marry him. No no one should force a child into marriage. No, no one should force anybody into early marriage, into child marriage. That is where abuse comes in. 
you know. Oh yes, sir. A, yes, sir. A, 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 a young girl who does even know, a, who, 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 who can't even identify her right from her wrong, doesn't even know what her rights are. You understand? So she 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 she, she feels the man is the head. The, the, the man controls everything that happens in the home. And when it comes to marriage, it should be like um, a, 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 a communication team, like an affair thing. Okay, this is the man, this is the wife. You take decision, you come to me, we review it, then we decide. Yeah. So in, in the issue of child marriage, nothing of such will happen, you know. And once a child is being married off at a very young age, I can tell you that our life has changed forever. Our wow. life has changed forever. Yeah, she she would definitely not recover because at a very young age, she's not meant to go to school. She's not meant to um, go out. She's meant to cover herself up in some kind of uh, Islamic uh, way or what, or what have you. So she's confined to the house. And her primary function is to bear children and like and restrict herself to the kitchen, you know. So it's, 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 really, really, it's really, really very sad. It's really very, very sad. So we need to take actions. Otherwise, nothing is going to change in a couple of years to come. Nothing is going to change. Right. You know, you, you know, things, history has a funny way of repeating itself. And yeah. especially when, you know, change is very, change is slow to come. You know, it's, for one, for me, it just kind of, it's sad. It is saddening. But also, you know, just from, just from listening to the poems and the, the stories in your book, I'm I'm encouraged that change can happen. Yeah. It's just that the question is getting getting the right people on board, getting people to understand that this is something that's supposed to that's not supposed to happen, especially not to someone that's you know 11, 12, or 13 years of age. I mean they they have they have they have no understanding of what's going on. No, that they even you know. They're just hitting a stage to where they're beginning to understand their own bodies at that point. Mm. And to me, that's like, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, just to think about that, just to. The thought of. My now 22, 23 year old daughter. Being married off to someone at. 12, mm. 13, 14 or 15, 16, even. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. ridiculous. You know, yeah. And but also, but also, it's a ridiculous thought. Is but it ain't, but it, but it would, but it angers me to know that you know that it, you know that 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 is that could have been a possibility. Or you know, even though even though work it's remote, even though it's a remote, it's a remote possibility. It's still a possibility. Mm -hmm. To for someone that lives in Nigeria, that that possibility isn't even remote. It's pretty much a natural, pretty much a fact. That at 12, 13 years old, you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be given to this gentleman, and you're gonna be expected to behave as a wife. Yeah, yeah. As a child, mm -hmm. craziness. It's crazy. You can't expect someone that age to behave as a wife. I mean, yeah. You know, and besides, you know, and that, and I think I I strongly believe that, you know, that being a wife is something that's of uh, for someone who's for a woman or I'll say marriage is for, for people who truly believe in loving each other love each other and want to and yeah. want to be together oh, yeah. but also will, oh, yeah. are going to work yeah. together yeah exactly to make it yeah. Work. yeah absolutely you know this is marriage is not a one-sided thing it takes two to make it work yeah, you gotta, yeah. and you're gonna you're gonna be they're gonna be polar opposites yeah and Wow, man! It's just to you know, understand, hear stuff like that, and to understand, to, and to now have a better understanding of how that how that particular tenant works. It's like now I'm like, well, geez, what, what, you know? How can this be? How can this happen? You know? Or better yet, even ask the question: How do we? How do we get? How did they? How do? How do we get here? And what can we do? And what can be done to move forward? You know, not not just the the programs that you mentioned that only last for a couple of weeks, yeah. you know, that's to be something that's a little bit more potent, potent, mm -hmm. longer yeah. lasting. Yeah. And that will bring about that, that true social change that needs to happen. I mean, yeah. 
I do. I, I strongly believe that what you've written will is going to be the vehicle for that. But also on the on the backside of that, it's going to take a tremendous amount of time and effort yeah. for that for that for your ideals to for those for those ideals that you have that those fat will back. I won't even say ideals. Though these factual these factual things to be realized, because I'm not going to say they're ideals now. They're these are factual things. What you mm -hmm. say. The words in your the words that you said in the, the few the excerpts of your book are factual. Number one, they're factual. Number two, they're wide reaching. They're not just they're not just for Nigeria or Africa in general. They're yeah. these are these are this is a world. This is a, that's a world. Those, those words are worldwide, and every guy, every man should follow those words. Yeah, you know, not every man should try should try their best to be. To show deference, to show consent, to be to be as chivalrous or be as gentlemanly as possible. But how? But how? But but then again, you know what? The one thing that I thought about earlier, when we were, when you were mentioning a lot of those things, it goes yeah. back to where it goes back to how you were raised and how you were taught. Yeah. It goes back to what you were, what was ingrained in you as a as a child, as a man, as a as a young boy growing up to be a man. So, the, so those influences also work, also work in concert with tradition, yeah, or inherent traditions. You know, you you know your father. You you saw you saw your father. You saw you saw. I mean, and I'm just saying this as a loose example. You may have saw your father marry someone that's twelve or thirteen years old. This so this so is so that this so the expectations is so the expectations pass to you as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah. when I think when people don't do what's expected. They become change agents. Yeah, they really become change agents. And for you to take to for you to tackle the the subject of the protection of women and showing these young boys that respect and consent is required is is a brave is a brave is a brave thing, brother. And I I most definitely commend you on that because. Mm -hmm. You don't see too many gentlemen guys write about write books about write books or write poems and stories that relate to that. Most of the things that you see are mostly to the or I won't say to the opposite, but you don't see a lot of men writing stuff like that. I commend you on that for taking on such yeah. a a, com a, a complex subject. Yeah. So I commend you for Thank that, you man. It, Thank you. Um, I am like I'm, you know, for me, and now you know, just listening to to how you how passionate you are about it. You know, now I'm inspired to make to try to make a change, not only within myself, but also with other people, other other gentlemen that are around me. Yeah. You know, let's let's do, let's let's do this. Let's let's be let's let's do this. Let's try. Let's try to be let's try to be gentlemanly. Now, you know, for me, I've always been that. But it is something that I have to try to instill in my children, my boys, especially. So I think a lot of other men need to hear this. They need to hear the simple fact that it's okay to be a gentleman. It's okay to show deference. It's okay, it's okay to show respect. It's okay to ask for consent before just saying, "Hey, I like you. I want you. Let's do this." Yeah. Um, hold on. Wait a minute. Can we? Can we just can we slow down for a second? <laughs> but, but you know, it's. I commend you for that, brother. I really do because yeah. it. It okay. you it takes a bold person to really to to, to write from that perspective, mm -hmm. from the perspective that you write from, and to also and to and to really just show care, into and and care and also a considerable amount of thought process into doing yeah. into writing something such as this. I know from I know for me personally, I'm actually gonna grab I'm actually gonna go to Amazon and grab a copy so I can read the rest of these. <laughs> Thank stories. you. <laughs> I'm gonna just so I can read the rest of these stories and that's kind of yeah. and really just you know you know you know get an understanding of how this how this is and how this can be and how this can affect people. Um, and it, and everything has a has a has a negative and a positive effect. Like you mentioned earlier, people are traumatized when they go through stuff like that. People are affected when they go through stuff like that people are they're changed when they go through stuff like that they're forever changed 
Yeah. And we and that's that is a stigma. That's a, I mean we need to I, you know it's a it's a horrible it's a horrible cycle that exists here in the states because yeah. we don't because we don't because especially with you know black men we don't because we don't protect yeah. we, it's, it's the thing that we don't yeah. protect our women enough and we allow them mm-hmm. to endure all the stuff that all the stuff that they should not endure and and that's a that's a that's a that's a hard stigma to that's a hard stigma to break especially when it's something that's been ingrained for so long so i i first and foremost i i thank i thank you and i appreciate you for your boldness. thank you thank just you to be very like, much Let's let's talk about this. Let's put this on the table. Let's yeah. let's figure out a way to make this make this a better thing, a better thing or a better life for all yeah. involved, not only for the men, but for women. Let's let's educate people. So yeah. I think I commend you very much for that. I really do, Thank man. I much. am. Thank you very much. I am. So I'm first and foremost, I am. I am so glad that we were able to get to able to connect on on this and talk about yeah. this because yeah. and also just talk about talk a little bit about what you do you know i'm i'm glad for this i'm i'm so happy for this i am yeah Me too. i feel i feel energized i feel empowered <laughs> now to try to be even to be to just try to even be a better person man yeah. i really do yeah. so but before you know before we conclude this particular interview i am going to give you a chance to give yourself a you know give the plug yourself tell everybody who you are where your books are, where they can where they can find you at on social media. So I'm gonna give so I'm gonna give you that time to do that right now. You have the floor. Okay. Okay. Hi everyone. So like I said earlier, my name is John Akredi. And aside from writing, I'm a trained conscious of you and I currently practice as a construction project manager. So I do remote jobs in the UK and I practice here in Ireland. And um, my book, Blood on the Dance Floor, is available on Amazon. I don't know if um, can I. Is it possible to send a link on the chat or something? Yeah, you can. I, yeah, I would uh, probably um, hold on a second. Yeah, uh, you should. You should. You should be. You should be, yeah. you should be able to put a link on the chat. Yeah. Before the uh, before the end of the section, I would probably put a link on the on the on the chat. So it's available okay. on um, on Amazon. This is Blood on the Dance Floor. And um, this book was written to create awareness uh, regarding issues facing women in the society. And I can be found on um, on Twitter at the form point, the form point on Twitter. And um, I'm not on Instagram at the moment, but I'm trying to get a page on Instagram. So I'm on Facebook. At uh, my name is um, John Akrele on Facebook, so you could reach out to me and we could coordinate and uh, talk about uh, various um, things in the society. So yeah. I love writing, and uh, during my leave period, this is what I do because co- construction can be a bit challenging, it can be a bit time-consuming, it can be ethetic. But outside of that, this is what I do, and I have a couple of. Um, books that are still in the pipeline i'm still trying to put some uh, stuff together and hopefully i'll be producing them i'll be publishing them in a couple of months say two three months from now and um i'll be sending you copies i would actually send you we'll, we'll, after the show we'll catch up and we can talk about how i can get a copy across you for okay. giving me this opportunity to be on the show and for the support is not it's not easy getting someone in the uh in the in your location to have a (laughs) conversation with because i have families in the in the u.s as well and when i'm trying to chat up with them you see that they are sleeping or they are just doing something else and when they are trying to get across to me i'm either at work or i'm just waking up going to doing something else so it's it's really really very challenging so i must commend you for your efforts because it takes dedication and Thank you for not getting tired. Thank you for <laughs> replying my emails. I, in fact, I can't count the number of times we've had like this conversation via emails, maybe 30, 40 times. It's, it's really, really amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on this show. And I hope to be a part of this show in the future. And, oh. um, 
Oh, you, you are, you are, you're already, you are, you've already been invited back, brothers. Don't worry about it. You've already been invited yeah. back. <laughs> and uh, it will be my pleasure to uh, support what you are doing. I, I, I love what you are doing. I enjoy what you are doing. You know, you, you have this passion. You, you Because I was telling a friend about your show, I was like, oh, I'm not sure Fred will get me a slot on the show, on the show because I've not met him before. We have been talking back and forth through emails, you know, conversation and all that. That do you think it will come true? He said, "Let's let's give it a try." And here we are today. And uh, I really want to support. If there's any way I can, maybe some kind of uh, donation to to support what you're doing, I'm down oh, for yeah. it. Um, yes. So yeah, we'll, like, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, have, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll most definitely talk offline after the show is over, and I can I can let you I can let you know how you how you can support us in that way. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Yes. Yes. I know. Yes. For for me, it's the it's never about the money. For me, especially when it comes to doing something like this, to it's bring to bring no. to bring to bring to bring authors like you who are passionate about what they do, and there's so many there's so many people that I've that I've had on this platform, and everybody that I that I've talked to are passionate about what they do. For me, it's never about the monetary support. It's just to be it's to be able to bring someone's passion for what they do and their yeah. platform forward yeah. and expose it to our list our listening viewer and our viewing audience, but also expose it to other people that you know that that I'm connected with. You know, that for me, that is that is the that is the true reward. Mm-hmm. You know, the monetary thing, yeah, I mean that's it's well and good and things of that nature. And if someone wants to do it, then I, I I'll accept it. You know, I'll accept it grudgingly, but I'll accept it. But, <laughs> yeah. But for me, the the true the true reward is seeing someone seeing someone blossom into that, or or come out or come out of their own, or just be exposed to a different audience and different people, and yeah. able to connect with different people, and also be able to, you know, expand that network. So my so for me. People like you, people, you know, writers like uh, authors and writers like yourself. And I mean, there are so many other people that I could name. I would probably be the rest of the day doing it, but, <laughs> but authors <laughs> like yourself, um, Quinn Jones, um, um, Colleen Williams, Shana, Sheena Good, Shana Gardine, Angela Williams, Angela Thomas Smith, people like you guys are the reason, are the main reason why I do what I do. Because you guys have a platform, you have a you have a you have a vision, you have a you have a purpose, and you want that purpose mm. and that vision to be made known and be be made plain. And for me, that is my that is my reward to make to be able to be a part of your vision and your purpose by putting by putting it by putting it helping you put it forth. Yeah. So, I so it's so it's something I truly enjoy because you know. Wow. I don't, you know, I don't, you know, to if, you know, I don't, if someone even offered me to do this for the pay, I'd be like, you know what, you know, just, you know, keep the pay. I'm doing it for the, I'm doing it for the love, love, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for the love of people, for the love of a love of an art, for the love of people who have positive platforms that want to be able, that want to reach people, that yeah. want to be change agents. You know, we, we tell, you know, I think we as a society, we as a world society we talk about being we talk about change agents we talk about being change agents mm-hmm. but we don't we don't always act on the act on those words yeah. yeah so i think in this day and age especially with you know the times that we live in now i think it's so much important to be change agents now to be those to be that voice you're you are that voice for women for where you are that voice for women in nigeria brother you yeah. are that voice for women in nigeria and i think I think your I think your voice is gonna go a long way with making some making some very some some very needed changes. So keep doing what you're doing, brother. Keep doing what Thank you're you doing. Very much. Thank you keep very much. Doing what you're doing. It's it's it, no man, you know, I know it I know it gets frustrating and I know because I as I'm a writer myself, it gets frustrating when you when you know when you feel that you're trying that you that you know you have something that you can change the world with or change a, a mindset with and no one no one latches on to it, but keep, but keep going, but keep going, brother. It's you know, it's it's someone's gonna be, someone's gonna be affected by it enough to where they, to where they, to where they say enough's enough, and they're gonna, they're gonna change, they're gonna make a change, or they're gonna help push that change, and you're gonna be part, you're gonna be a big part of what you, and what you've written, 
it's going to be a large part of that. So keep going. Don't 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 get don't give up on the on the on this writer life, man. It's it it thank has a reward. Much. Yeah, thank you very much, brother. I appreciate. It. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on this show, and I hope to be a part of this show sometimes in the future. Most thank definitely, you, man, I got much. you. We're most definitely going. Most definitely, we would like to have you back, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I want to enter. I want to introduce this brother right here mr john accarelli his book blood on the dance floor is available right now on amazon.com go grab this book yeah i've just this sent book. the link to the chat so good deal the links on the chat good go grab this book please go grab this book if you look if you don't grab anything else grab this book please <laughs> i'm telling you it's going to be life's going to be life-changing it's going to be some people are gonna be up, y'all gonna, y'all. Uh -uh. I'm telling y'all, y'all gonna, y'all gonna like this, man. Y'all gonna like this book, I promise you. <laughs> so, yeah, you if, if y'all don't do anything else, grab this book. It's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be an enlightening journey into women, to how men should treat women, and how women, how men should treat women. Um, so, man, again, Miss, again, John, I want to thank you so much for being here, for being, for thank being my guest well. on thank a, you very on a, much. On a on a Saturday afternoon here, probably a probably a Sunday or a Saturday evening there. Yeah, it's evening here. Yeah, Saturday evening there in Ireland, man. And you know, I want you to I want you to I want you to continue to continue writing, continue to be continue to be a blessing to people, and just you know continue to stay safe out there, in Ireland, man. We I I truly enjoyed this conversation with you, and I hope we are, it's going to spark more conversations. I promise you. Yeah, so, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, before, the show. no problem. Ladies and gentlemen, before I conclude this show, I want to leave you guys with a thought, with this particular thought, and this is this thought is pertinent to what we talked about, or to what me and my guest talked about earlier. Women's rights, or should I, or should I say, women in in general, women, women should be respected, no matter no matter no matter the country of origin, no matter no, no matter the country of origin. Women should be given deference. Women should be loved. Women should be protected. It is our duty as men to do these things. It is our duty to protect our protect our women, protect our protect our women. It is our duty to show them respect. It is our duty to show them deference. It is our duty to show them that they are loved and show them that they are appreciated. By not by not doing this. You could, by not doing this, we create a rift between the relationships of men and women. We further that divide by disrespecting, not, not, and not respecting the, not respecting the words of consent, not respecting the words of, not respecting the phrase that no means no, and not respecting the simple, for the simple fact that they are, they are, they are, they are, they are of the fairer sex. Yes, it's yes, it's possible that when women can do some things better than better than men, and that's a given. And this, and also to the opposite, but a woman should never, a woman should never be disrespected or never be given an opportunity to not do that thing just because they're a woman. Hmm. In closing, when closing with that particular thought, we are we as men and women should always learn. Should well, men in general should learn how to respect. Should be better respecters of women. It's, vi it's vital for it's vital for it's vital for us as men to show to show that we protect that we can protect our women that we can care for our women that we can show love and concern for our women. This is some this is something that should this is something that should be taught to all to not only this is something that should not only be taught to younger to younger men, but also to uh, also to the older generation as well, because regardless of what anyone thinks. This is a man. This is, of course, this is a man's world, but it won't. But it wouldn't be anything without a without a woman's deft and delicate touch. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my thought for that. Is my thought for today, and that will conclude the uh, the special edition of the Office Alley with my host FLBD. I want to thank my thank you my much. good friend and my good brother, Mr. John Accarelli, for coming on and just <laughs> blessing us with a 
great story and a great and a great purpose, great cause and great purpose, man. We're we're most definitely going to connect and try to connect on some on future episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're most definitely going to do that, and I, and I most definitely we'll most definitely chat. I'll chat with you um, offline via email and let you know what you what you know what you can do to support us, and I'll also make sure that the link to your book is is out so everybody can make sure they get a hold to it. Oh yeah, thank right you up. very much. Thank man, you very so, much. You're very yeah. welcome, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to conclude our show for tonight. Today, actually. But tune in on but tune in on Monday and Wednesday for my life has destiny rate my my life has destiny podcast with Quinn Jones and Coco Fenton. They have some powerful guests on both days. And as I always like to say, we love you. There's nothing you can do about that. But also, <laughs> take care of each other, stay safe, and continually continue to love on each other. My name is FLBD. This is the Arthur's Alley, and you guys have a very good day, and we'll see you again.